then when that didn't work, I swung to try to control by um, basically withdrawing my love, by giving the silent treatment, by pushing away and ignoring. I began to really sit with, okay, look at these two ways that you were clearly trying to manipulate the situation because you felt out of control in that moment. Hey babes, before we hop into this week's podcast, I wanted to take some time to share a little bit about what's been going on behind the scenes. Um, for those of you who follow me on Instagram and TikTok and follow our Substack newsletter, you'll know that I had a pretty tumultuous August um, in the best sense of the word. Um, a, a really big breakdown, restructuring, filtering through and really asking myself the, the hard questions like, how do I want to feel in my business? How do I want to show up? How can I continue to be of service and reach the masses in a way that not only feels good for me, but that is really taking into consideration you all as well. It's been so amazing to create this community with you all. And I'm truly like honored to be even a part of your journey and your process. And I've taken the month to really listen, listen to my, my own guides, my own wisdom, my own heart, um, while also listening to the needs, the wants, the desires of those that are in this space with me, those of you who are on the other side of this, you know, podcast episode. Um, and I think I finally created this like beautiful structure. It felt like August was like building this foundation and like putting up the beams and not really seeing how it's all going to turn out. But this beginning of September, these last few days, it's like, okay, I can start to see like how the beams are making these rooms and it's actually starting to look like this house. It's all really starting to make sense um, and feel so grounded and safe and secure and all the things that you, you know, hope for when you're building something, right? That, that solid foundation, I feel like was not so solid. Um, as much joy as it has brought me to do this all messy and um, learn as I go, and I still know that that will forever and always probably be the case for me. Um, I have also learned the importance of pivoting and knowing what's no longer working, knowing what no longer serves, and really seeing how far I've come in my own healing journey, where I would at one time in the past have found myself in this resentment and this time feeling so grateful that I didn't have to get to the resentment point that I got to this point where it was like, okay, something's not feeling so aligned anymore. How can I do that inner work? How can I pause? How can I not do things from a place of urgency, right? Or ego, but really taking the time to reflect 
get curious and create something from my heart. Um, this took really thinking about my journey. What was supportive for me? What did I need in the beginning? Um, what was supportive in those first uncoverings of codependency in my life? And for me, that was really awareness. It was getting information. It was learning. And so I created, yay, this is one of the first announcements. Um, I created a self-paced course for those who are ready and eager and curious to begin to dive in and I have laid out the modules in a way that will hopefully not take you as long as it took me to get to the core and the root of a lot of these patterns. Um, Taking the things that I know work, the tools that I know work, and doing it so many times that it will hopefully become this, um, this almost like automatic process that you begin to go through even past the the modules of the course. These are tools that you can use for the rest of your life. These are tools that I still use today. Um, and they truly are, I believe, the foundation to any like deep generational healing, unresolved trauma, all of that stuff. Like this is the these are the tools that I used and continue to use and have used with my clients again and again and have seen them have such life-changing results from these practices. So we are live (laughs) with the course. I just sent it out to all of my email subscribers today. Um, When you're hearing this episode, um, you know, you're getting it a day later. So yeah, it's available for you. And I want to spend this September celebrating the fact that we are one of the top 10% of podcasts globally. So I'm going to have a promo code for this course as a way to celebrate with you all. Um, when you use the promo code September, you can get 50% off of the course. Just celebrating you all supporting me and, you know, the ratings and the reviews that I got in the month of August. I'm just so, so grateful because I cannot do this without you. And so your support and just taking the time to download the episodes every month and even going, you know, that extra mile and leaving an honest rating and review just means the world to me and really helps this podcast get in front of other people who are looking for and needing this type of support. So thank you guys so much. Check out the course. Again, the promo code for September is September. (laughs) Um, Use the promo code September to get 50% off of the course. And I'm excited to hear how that course begins to support you all on your healing codependency journey. A couple other announcements really quick. Um, The membership, Codependency Alchemy, the membership. It has been just, it has been so illuminating. I have learned a lot about myself, 
about the way that I love interacting with women, um, the importance of community, and just not being alone in this. Like, it always comes back to that, remembering how not alone we are. And I truly believe that we heal the mother wound by allowing ourselves to be in communities, to hear other women's shares, and to see ourselves in their shares. Um, So many women that came before us didn't feel safe or didn't have a safe or secure place to be authentic, to be themselves, to be sovereign, to speak their truth. And I believe when we put ourselves in these brave spaces to receive support, to be seen, it really not only heals the mother wound within us, but all of the women that have come before us and all of those that will come after. So the membership will be looking different moving forward. As I shared earlier, I really navigated my own journey and what's been supportive for me. And so, you know, the first thing I had mentioned was learning and bringing awareness to. And so that's why I created the course. And my second phase that I felt like I went through was wanting support. Like, okay, so help me navigate this codependency in my life then. Um, And it was really supportive for me to be in a space hearing other women who had similar experiences. And so the focus for the membership is going to be around a private Telegram broadcast channel. So every Tuesday, I'm going to take your questions that you've submitted, or maybe they're your situations you're in or your conflicts you're experiencing, and I'm going to respond to them in the broadcast channel so that you and others who are just like you are going to be able to hear some guidance, some invitations, and some ways that you can move through it. Like, I want to support you in navigating some of the things that you're experiencing. And so every week, being able to take some time to share some guidance, share some pieces of wisdom with you in the Telegram um, broadcast channel is I think a great way to not only like nurture one of the things that I love the most, but also get you guys some real time guidance and support every week. In addition to that, we will do a monthly group coaching call as well on the first Tuesday of every month. We'll all hop on a Zoom live and you'll get the opportunity to do some hot seat coaching. I will coach women live on the call so that we can have a little bit of a back and forth. And I don't know, these calls are the best. They're great. And I feel like there's a lot that can be uncovered in these um, group coaching calls. In addition to that, because there wasn't enough already, um, I have also put an archive of masterclasses from this original cohort of Codependency Alchemy, the membership, so that you can tune in to some of the hot takes, some of the teachings that I've shared in this last year of the membership. As I was going through and editing them and getting them ready to be in this archive, let me tell you, I'm, I was like jotting down notes myself. I was like, oh my gosh, these were so good. Um, so I'm really excited for you guys to have access to those, um, and just kind of go from there.
Lastly, I'm just going to touch on this briefly because there's more to come on this. Um, There will be a Codependency Alchemy Mastermind that will be coming out in the fall. So for those of you who are looking for an intimate space with real close proximity to me, um, a small intimate group of women in a private you know, chat with me and meeting multiple times a month. Um, that's coming soon. And it's pretty much going to be for those, not pretty much, it's going to be for those who are ready to like go deep into the work. You want your life to look so radically different and not only different in your relationships, but this is unraveling codependency with money, with your relationships, with your family, with your child, with your work. It is all of the things we are going to get into it. I've done masterminds in the past and I freaking love them. I think the healing that gets to take place in intimate, brave spaces like a mastermind is just, there's nothing like it. Um, So I'm excited to create that and co-create that with um, a small handful of women who are ready to really commit um, to a long ceremonial mastermind. So like I said, there'll be more on that. I will, I will release when, when it is time, but that one feels like it's still, still being nurtured. Um, So thank you so much. I know there was a lot to catch you all up on. Um, but I'm so excited for how everything is evolving and that I get to evolve and change with you and that you get to watch me evolve and change and let that be permission that we get to change and evolve and that that's okay. So I appreciate you guys being a part of this journey with me, being a huge supporter of the podcast and getting it to the top 10%. Like I'm still like overwhelmed with joy around that. I can hardly even believe it. Um, so yeah, I will leave it at that and we'll go ahead and get into this month's podcast episodes. I love you all so much. Welcome to Codependency Alchemy, the podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa Zander, and I'm excited to get into the theme for this month. When I did the poll in the membership for the theme, I, so I guess I'll give you guys a little background. I kind of tap into the energy of the group and ask you know, for it to be clear of what themes this group collectively needs to hear at this time. And this particular month, it was (laughs) a little intense. The two themes that came through were covert manipulation and addiction. And immediately I was like, no, (laughs) there's got to be something else. Like these are a little, these are heavy. These are like heavy hitters. Like let's do something else. And spirit was like, no, nope, this is it. This is what the themes are. These are the options. And so I went with it. I shared it in our telegram group, the membership, they did a poll and 
you know, everyone, we're, we're silly in that group. Let me tell you, we're sending memes. I'm rolling on the floor laughing half the time. There's some good chat in these um, Telegram groups in the membership. So ultimately, between covert manipulation and addiction, it was a close call, um, but manipulation won. And so I didn't think about this at the time. But the masterclass was during my time in Hawaii. And for those who don't know, I did my first in-person retreat for clients of mine on the big island. And coincidentally enough, when I was moving through manipulation in my life, it happened to be my first time on the big island. So I was seeing this whole full circle moment happening where I was like, okay, when manipulation showed up in my life for the first time for me to see it with this conscious awareness, um, it was when I was on the big Island a few years ago or a couple years ago. And here it is again, me sharing about it in this membership. And so, like I said, it felt like this beautiful full circle moment where I got to share a little bit of what I've learned over the years with them. And, um, the way that I feel like the big island was showing me about manipulation was through masculine and feminine energies. And so I'm going to share that here with you guys today as well. So to start us off, what is manipulation? Manipulation is a distorted tool that we use as a way to control. It's usually used in a way to try and obtain a certain outcome. And so going back to that first conscious exploration that I was having on the island, um, I was with my partner and we were on this walk. I'm just going to tell you the story. It's a real good one for me. Um, It's embarrassing, but... We, at the time, hadn't bought our house in Portland, so we were looking at houses, and we had looked in Arizona, we had looked in Oregon, and we were looking at houses on the Big Island. In my head, it was like a done deal. We were going to buy a home on the Big Island, Um, but when we were on this hike, Uh, my partner had shared that he had no intention of moving to the big island, that he had no intention of moving to Hawaii, period. And it illuminated so much for me because immediately I was activated. And I started doing all these, like, so embarrassing things. Um, On this hike, I immediately went to, like, freaking out on him like well why are we looking at houses if you didn't even have an intention of moving here like not to say that my partner probably didn't have some things to do on his end um you know we're all a work in progress but I totally just annihilated him with my words and then when that didn't work I like swung to this other side where I then gave a silent treatment I just like ignored him. I walked like, I don't know how many paces in front of him. I was basically running through the jungle, um, trying to like prove a point with my silence. Um, (laughs) it's funny looking back at it. 
Um, and on this walk, I began to notice and like feel the ways that I was manipulating the situation. First, I tried to control by striking fear in him, right? Like, why would you do that? Like, I, I would, I had already like made up a whole plan in my head of like, well, I'm going to move to the island by myself and da, 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 like trying to elicit fear by making him wrong or making him feel bad about not wanting to move to the big island. And then when that didn't work, I swung to try to control by, um, basically withdrawing my love by giving the silent treatment, by pushing away and ignoring. So when I got back to where we were staying, I began to really sit with, okay, look at these two ways that you were clearly trying to manipulate the situation because you felt out of control in that moment. And I tried to be very gentle with myself and it helped that we were in Hawaii, right? Because it's beautiful there. And and it was definitely holding me as I was navigating these like extremely uncomfortable patterns. Um, and so th- the way that I was seeing it, like I said, was masculine and feminine. And so I'm going to talk about masculine first. The masculine uses manipulation as a tool for control, to control an outcome. It has fear of liberation and freedom. So because I was experiencing this fear of not having control because, you know, it was thrown at me that there was no intention of buying a house on the island. We'll just continue to use my example. Um, Because I felt out of control, I tried to cling to different ways to gain that control by, you know, making him wrong, making him feel bad to try to get him to basically adhere to what I wanted. And so then we have the feminine who uses manipulation as a tool for feeling accepted, loved, or needed. And it has a fear of abandonment or rejection. So because I was feeling like my idea was being rejected, I'm not feeling that acceptance or that love. So I'm going to keep that love from someone in order to try to feel not rejected. So by rejecting someone else, you know, there's the the hope or the belief that then we will feel less rejected, which is just, again, dysfunctional. This is all dysfunctional distortion, um, which not no one's bad or wrong for doing these things. It's just a pattern or a tendency. And hopefully this episode is just giving you a little bit more of a conscious awareness around this tendency so that we can make different choices moving forward. So I want you to just think about a time where you didn't get what you wanted. You might think about what you did, what you said, and how did you feel? Did you feel fear around not having control? Did you have a fear around um, feeling rejected or abandoned, just begin to get curious about what, what are your go-tos and maybe both, right? Like for me, I was experiencing both these types of manipulation all in the same situation, right? And so that could be true for you too. And maybe you lean towards one in certain situations and another one in others. The point is really to create awareness and bring curiosity to 
what is your pattern? Can you notice what you do or what you say when you don't get what you want? And for me, this was so illuminating because I wasn't getting what I wanted around where I wanted to live and wanting to live on the island. And so by making my partner wrong or bad for not wanting to live there, I was keeping myself from just even enjoying the process of finding a home together and like where did I have these underlying expectations that I didn't communicate and so now I'm projecting those onto him and maybe also where did he have those as well and when these ruptures happen in our relationship I think that they I think that we get to begin to use them more as an opportunity for deeper intimacy and connection rather than continuing to make one person right and one person wrong because I could have continued to make him wrong for not communicating something clearly to me, which even now that I'm saying this out loud, like right now, I'm like such a projection because it was literally what I was doing as well. Um, But because I took ownership for my part and for what I was experiencing and sharing with him, like I saw that this is what I did. I you know, I withdrew my love. I made you wrong. This is what I said. And the truth is, is that I'm just feeling out of control. The truth is, is that I'm just fearing, you know, rejection of my ideas. And by having that kind of conversation, we get to grow as a partner, as a partnership, because he now gets to see where I'm coming from. And I think a lot of times we withhold that because we want them to do it first. I see it all the time with people that I work with. Well, I want him to do it. Oh, I want him to take initiative. Well, I want him to say something. It's always me. And I always come back to, yeah, because you want to live a radically different life. You desire a radically different experience and uh radically different way of relating not only to your relationship but to your life and so that does mean taking ownership that does mean taking responsibility as many times as you need to I'm still doing it in my relationship and when we begin to embark on taking ownership and saying hey I did this thing hey I was being a little manipulative and this is what I've learned about that that fosters a brave space for both people to be vulnerable because it says, hey, I realize I'm not perfect. Um, So much so that I'm going to point out all the ways that I wasn't perfect in this situation. And that inspires others to do the same. If she feels safe enough to share where she fucked up, then maybe it's safe enough for me to share where I fucked up And maybe that doesn't happen right away, but over time it compounds, right? And that's why I'm like a broken record in my relationship. Like, this is where I fucked up. This is where I fucked up. This is where I'm still making like poo-poo choices. Um, And because I'm able to do that, it actually allows me to move through them quicker instead of sulking in it or instead of feeling isolated or alone in my relationship instead of feeling like a victim because I'm bringing these things to the table. So my invitation to you is when you're exploring that situation where you didn't get what you wanted, can you have this kind of conversation with that person? 
hey, can I have a conversation about the situation, whatever the situation was? There are some things I was learning about myself that I want to share with you. I know it sounds probably a little scary and maybe you're like, absolutely not, can't do that. That's fine. You don't have to be there right now. But even just show up and share with yourself through writing in your journal. Like just allow yourself to really witness this part of you because when you do, you it, it takes away from the the weight and the heaviness and the burden of that. It is literally the shadow work. We're bringing the shadow to the table and instead of exiling it and saying like, no, that's not me and I don't do that and there's not a manipulative bone in my body, what we're doing is we're repressing a part of us that is just going to get louder and louder over time. Trust me, I have a lot of experience with it. It was when I opened the door and allowed that part to sit across from me and I said, okay, the part of me that manipulates, what do you have to show me? There is wisdom, but first they need to be seen and compassion gets to be built for that part of us. And then they soften and they show us what they're really here to help us with, what their wisdom is for us in our lives. Because the wisdom in uncovering the ways that I manipulate, the gift that it gave me is, is my, my power, my, not only my power, but my uncovering of radically accepting, I keep saying radically for this, some, some reason in this episode, but radically accepting and um, loving myself, which is the opposite of what the feminine part feared, right? Abandonment and rejection, radically accepting and loving myself, and actually um, even inviting myself into safety of my liberation and freedom. Realizing that I was afraid of my freedom and liberation was like mind explosion because you hear it and you're like, why would I be afraid of liberation? Why would I be afraid of freedom? And for me at the time, it was because I hadn't experienced it. I had built so much safety around living in chaos. I had built so much safety in living in distortion and conflict and dysfunctionality that freedom and liberation felt unsafe. And so because I was able to look at manipulation through this lens of the fears of not being in control and the fears of rejection and abandonment, I got to show up for those parts of me in a very profound way that has led to more peace and joy in my life. And I hope that through this episode and this, you know, playing with this idea, um, that you can find some of that too. So that's what I have for you today on manipulation. I felt like it was going to be a little heavy to talk about in this podcast episode, but it didn't feel so, it didn't feel so heavy. So but that's mine on my end. <laughs> I've done some work around this. So I'd be curious to hear how this episode landed for all of you. And um, yeah, check out ways to connect with the community by um, joining the Telegram channel. The community is free. Um, there is also the membership 
the membership gives you access to monthly Zoom calls where you'd be going through this stuff with me, not afterwards, but in real time. Um, and we do a lot of shadow work, inner child healing, um, hot seat coaching in the membership and would obviously love to have you a part of that community. It is growing and it is amazing. It's what I wish I would have had when I was in the depths of my codependency, which I'm still unraveling from because I'm a human and still having a group of women, a sisterhood alongside me in the journey has been just life-changing. And so I'm excited to see how this continues to grow. If you also love to read and want to go through a journey and a ceremony of healing the mother wound within you, um, my book, Healing the Mother Wound with Mother Earth, is now available for you to buy um, when you purchase through the Book Baby Bookstore, who is publishing my book, I obviously receive more support as a you know small creator, but you can buy the book on Amazon and Barnes & Noble as well, so feel free to check it out. Anyways, I love you all, and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and I will see you soon. Love you. Thank you for joining me on Codependency Alchemy. I hope this podcast continues to offer you valuable insights and tools for breaking free from destructive patterns and creating healthy, fulfilling connections with others. Remember, healing from codependency is a journey, and it's important to be patient and compassionate with yourself along the way. Whether you're just starting out on your path or you've been working on your codependency for a while, know that you are not alone and that it is possible to create meaningful change in your life and relationships. If you have any questions or feedback, please don't hesitate to reach out. I always love hearing from you. And if you found this podcast helpful, I would love it if you would consider leaving an honest rating and review so that others can discover these valuable insights and tools as well. Find out how codependency might be impacting your life by taking the self-assessment, which you can find in the show notes below. Thanks again for tuning in. And remember, you are worthy of healthy, fulfilling relationships, and you have the power to transform your codependency into sovereignty.